We are in a recession already. But that's okay, because that's where millionaires are made. This is the playbook. So nothing's recession-proof or good-time-proof. So I think we have to stick to exactly what we would do pre-recession. I just think there's less competition. Uh, Because I think, you know, people are much more scrutinizing when there is a recession. They look at things closer. They don't have as much money to move and they don't have to move as much money. Those are the two indicators of why people would throw money at companies, why it was easier to do, but that doesn't mean they were were successful. You have a great opportunity to go ahead and one, be credible. Tell me why, you know, during good times and bad, you're gonna be successful no matter what. Show me you have a desire that you must be what you can be. Show me you have the capability of changing and evolving and transitioning, either through relationship, situation, knowledge, mentorship, or hard work. Credibility. Let's set an emotional attachment. Find out what I like about what you're doing and what I don't like about what you're doing. Sometimes I'll invest in a deal because I don't like something about it, and the entrepreneur asked me for why I don't want to invest instead of just letting me go away with the thought that I don't like this deal because blank, blank, blank. They actually are smart enough to say, what don't you like about this deal? And then I tell them like, oh, thank God you you brought that up because I didn't cover this. I'm so in love with my product. I'm so entrenched in my business. I just assumed you understood that part of it. I didn't realize you didn't. And then I'm like, oh shit, this deal is awesome. Why did you tell me that? So emotional attachment is extremely important to finding what you like and what you don't like. Then practice. This is the big one to me that people, they don't think they have time to do it because they don't think it's important. I think the most important thing is to practice articulating the quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for. Don't just assume that you're good at it because you know your company. Sit in a mirror, practice with your friends and family, videotape yourself, audio record yourself, pitch to a point where you can articulate the quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for. You know how I know when someone can't do that? Is they don't have an ask. How much have you practiced and you don't even have an ask? Pretty tough. Very. So if you know what you're asking for, you can work backwards and say, where on my own chart of quantifiable value, you know, can I say, hey, you want to buy this pen for a million dollars? Right? Right? You want to buy that pen for a million dollars? Can I sign a contract to be worth 10? Yeah. All right. There we go. See? That'd be interesting. Exactly right. Most people will be like, are you crazy? But I practice articulating the quantitative value. He didn't let or need me to do so, but in effect, I did by agreeing to the fact that, yeah, I guarantee I'll give him a $10 million loan, put in escrow another $10 million or $9 million I'll put into escrow. So I'll give him a $10 million loan and say, hey, if you can't make $10 million, I'll go ahead and release that to and put it in escrow to whoever you want, whatever. Right? I can come up with the deal to articulate the value to exceed what he's asking. And that's what I, it answers everything. The fourth one that'll be more important during a recession is impact. Um, you know, people today, don't forget, 
what a recession is going to do is there's been this greater separation of the middle class. More people have more money and more people have less money. During the recession, it's not going to affect $8 gas, not going to affect me. I'm upset about it, but, but I it's still I'm not even upset about it. It doesn't <laughs> affect me. Why would I? That would diminish my capacity. Sure. Like, whether or not I pay an extra $140 a month to drive somewhere, I don't give a fuck. Excuse my language. But who's it going to impact? The more people with less money. That's why I care. Not because it affects me. That, that's why I care about gas. Because it affects... But in, in investing, more people have more money, more people have less money. So one, we have an easier job because we identify the people with more money, particularly value to exceed what they're asking for. They got to put their money somewhere. Most of the people that won't raise money shouldn't have been able to raise money. Most people that don't raise money during a recession shouldn't have raised money, those type of people, during the good times. In the context of raising money and even selling your product, service, or solution, don't use features and benefits to dump onto people. People can smell an agenda. One of the key indicators of selling your agenda is only discussing features and benefits, dumping them. Features and benefits of your product, service, or solution are supposed to be utilized to infuse credibility, emotional attachment, value, and impact. That's how you use all the great features and, and benefits of your company, product, or to infuse those four things not to diffuse those four things by dumping onto people that, and this car, and if you buy one and get one and pay for shipping, no one wants, that's, you can smell that agenda. But if you say, right, I was working with, and use that feature as a credibility, oh, you told me that you don't like this about what you're currently doing, we actually do that. Would that be of interest to you? Can you see any reason you won't want to move forward? That's how business is done. That's how money's raised. 